Pricey's final tour of duty. From PNG with the Australian Defence Force. G'day and welcome to Listener. We're going to take you on an adventure. Aren't we, Beck? Yes, we are. Uh, reliving some of the moments of our our time in Papua New Guinea, in Lay and Weewak, here on Listener. We did the show live on Triple M. We had great chats with a lot of the guys and the girls from 3rd Brigade and our local mates in Papua New Guinea. Thanks for finding us on Listener. Join us in Papua New Guinea. You were late, Brigadier. Oh, I was on time. I'm oh, always on you time. You said 6.45 for us. <laughs> <laughs> but you know that's fair and you can do that, I suppose. Are you, are you sure about this? You can change your mind. You can send us back home to the pub if you want. No, it's good, mate. We've got the plane. It's ready to go. I'm looking forward to this. My final tour of duty, and you and I have uh, done a few of them together. Uh, what do you think will be the main job for us in Papua New Guinea for 3rd Brigade? Uh, just seeing the soldiers and chatting to them and seeing uh, the work they're doing. Uh, yeah. It's just going to be great up at Weewak. They're, they're about to look to start some combat shooting. I don't think they'll be shooting when we get there, yeah. but they'll be setting the ranges up and working with two RPIR. It'll be fantastic seeing them up there. Do you think we know enough of what you guys and girls do in Papua New Guinea? I think this is why this is important, mate, because uh, we'll get you over there. Yep. Uh, and this brigade does a lot of work and it's great that the the public gets to see that. And yeah. Thanks for coming over and helping us do that. I love it. And uh, it's been great with the RAAF. I've, I've met the Padre. You're sending a Padre over with us as well. Is there a reason for that, young Joe? Uh, they uh, interact pretty well <laughs> over great. there. It's a, you know, the demographic over there really enjoy that part of, yeah. of the army. So it works out really well. Yeah, the young guys. How do the young guys and girls handle work over in Papua New Guinea? Leaving home such a different place. Yeah, I think it's um, it's it's a good place for them when they're young to go and experience and, and a bit of a stretch goal okay. over there. But it's, it, you know, it's, it is a little different, but it's still got yeah. enough of a wrap that it's close <laughs> to being home, you know? What would you be doing? Uh, well, visiting, visiting the troops, yep. um, seeing the work, you know, combat first aid course, as I said, some combat shooting, some clerks. Yep. Uh, and then we'll, we'll also catch up with a uh, couple of the commanding officers and senior officers of the PNGDF and just make sure we're doing the right things for them and giving them the right sort of training that they want. You, you get me your ration pack? I reckon. Do we'll, I need a ration? No, I reckon we'll be right, mate. There's some pretty good seafood over there. We'll oh, be right. I might have to catch it myself with Brigadier Dave McCammon and Third Brigade. In the background, but listen carefully because we've just landed Papua New Guinea, Port Moresby. CK, what did you think of the journey on the C27 Spartan? Mate, the moment you walk into the Spartan, you're like, Where am I? What, <laughs> what am I about to do? I have to say, the seats were pretty comfortable. It was one, and the crew were fantastic. Yes. One of the hosties was a bit of a worry. Yeah, uh, she was. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, we'll... we'll uh, Daniel is lovely. Oh, gonna, well, look, at, look at Beck. Look at Beck. Beck's still sitting in the uh, little know. seat I'm, at the front. I've got a feeling she may, we may have lost her. Yeah, she might be joining the military, oh, I mate. I think so. That's it. That, that's it. She's, loved, she's in the jump seat now with uh, uh, Alan and Pete, the pilot. They're great blokes. This, is, this has been an experience, mate. Hey. Mate, this is something I uh, will be telling my kids about for a long time. I'll be telling this story for a long time. <laughs> the whole experience, the ambience in here, mate, yeah. it's... Uh, yeah. It's very hard to describe. It really is. But I tell you what, I feel like we're just embarking, about to embark on an incredible adventure. I'm so excited to be here. Good on you, CK. And it is arrival, PNG Port Moresby. We're in convoy at the moment on a rather bumpy road. Tell me your thoughts so far on arrival in PNG. I'm just taking it all in at the moment. Yeah. Um, there's lots to look oh, at. Oh, sorry to interrupt. <laughs> yeah, come on. <laughs> I'm, looking, I'm looking here. No, it's it's different. I haven't seen anything like this before, but um, I'm, I love it. Describe the scene, CK. Imagine the Bruce Highway after a heavy rain, Pricey. The roads yeah. here, they're better, uh, but just barely. Uh, incredible to see lots of kids, lots of families here. It's about 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, walking along, which I can only uh, guess is the main road here. Everyone's got places Highway to be. Highway number one. Highway yeah. number one. It's beautiful. Between the road workers. Yeah, non-stop. Uh, they're going to have work for years, I reckon. Uh, the weather... It's a little overcast, gloomy, humid, not really a winter's day. I wouldn't have expected that pricing. Yeah, yeah, a little bit of liquid sunshine around. What do you reckon, Taylor? We're in convoy now. What does seeing this beautiful part of the world mean to you? I, I love it here, Pricey. I love, I love Papua New Guinea. Uh, the people are so amazing. Yep. Uh, everyone's been waving. Yeah, everyone's waving. Even all the, all the uh, road workers are waving at us. They're very happy to be here, even just working on the roads. It's a, it's a great place to be. 102.3 Triple M, our final final tour of duty uh, with our mates from 3rd Brigade. Is he alright, this Aussie bloke here? Oh uh, yes, definitely. We went to school together. Oh, did That you? school, yes. Um, was he any good? Did he cheat at school? Uh, not that I know of. <laughs> if he passed, I, 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 he was copying I'm loyal you. to him, so I won't say his ups and downs. <laughs> Tell me about these blokes. What do you like about them? Are they any good? I think they're amazing. So I've, I've had the luck of working with NATO back over a decade ago at the college, and yep. even some of the guys in WeWAC, and it's, it just they get in and get the job done and just show a, a can-do attitude. And it's, I think that and the values align to us and everything we do with family, culture... Uh, it's just, it, it really is pleasing to, to work with people who actually want to turn up every day and do something positive for the community. I think that's a, and what they're here to do. Tell me about what you think of working with the Aussies. 15 years of my career in the Army, six, oh. six of them were in Australia, so I got to, you know, get a little bit cheeky like them. You know. <laughs> do you teach your kids? You know, um, life in the jungle? No, your families. Oh, yeah, of And I'm course. going a bit out of the no, army no, a little bit. No. Do you teach your kids? Yeah, look, look I've, got, I've got two kids. I've got a daughter who is 10 and then I've, I have a son who is 6. So at a very early age, I try to, you know, we try to incorporate them with culture and all that. So, you know, having to grow up in the, the, the city or, a, yeah. you know, urban area is good. But we also try to get them back to their roots. So at the end of the day, they go back. They know how to, you know, pray. They know where their culture is, their identity is and all that. So a couple of, you know, starting fires and, wow. you know, how to survive with what, you know, what nature 
office you yes. when you run out of food, when you're walking where to get juice off, off plants and stuff <laughs> like that. So, you know, little stuff. We, we teach them every now and then. <laughs> yeah, We definitely could. We do. He's also hiding that he, he does his self-teaching at home for his, for his kids as well. He, he gives them all the education at home. He just, like, he's a very smart man, this one. He, <laughs> Nick, you found a pretty impressive grave here. It's got a bit of a connection back to uh, to Townsville. Lance Sergeant A.S. Muir, um, but I knew, I do know that he served with my executive officer, um, Major Mick McMahon's grandfather um, here in New Guinea. So he mentioned that he had uh, had a connection, so we thought we'd come and have a look and pay our respects. What's a place like this mean to you? It's incredibly powerful and it, uh, it brings it all home, the history of... Uh, of what our service people uh, have done for our country and uh, and the legacy that we have the responsibility to uphold. So it's quite stirring. I think one of the things that we all struggle with is we come into these Commonwealth war grave cemeteries and there are so many uh, people laid at rest here, it's hard to find uh, a connection with each one of them. So when there is an opportunity to know that there's a link to someone back home, um, you know, it's a nice way to really tie it together on a personal level. There's a heap of kids on the side of the road here. It is special. G'day! G'day! The magic of PNG inlays. We continue along the rather bumpy road seeing these great school kids. I just sang waltzing the children to these kids and now they're singing a song back to me. I'm not sure what it is. This is their voices. These are the kids from the school so close to the barracks. And they're a happy lot. We found ourselves at the Ingham Elementary School. This is the base where the kids of the soldiers from the PNG Army get to study. It's a beautiful schoolyard. We're surrounded by hundreds of kids. What's your name? Paul, OK. Hi, everyone. I don't think we're going to escape here. I feel like I'm in some sort of rock concert. There is... Beck has been mobbed. Yeah. Wow. This is louder than a Cowboys game. Honestly. Oh, are you having fun? This is happiness. I love it. It truly is happiness. Everyone is just over the moon. Hi. <laughs> this is a lot of fun. Before breakfast tomorrow, I'm making up pancake mix. Oh, yes. So they're getting a lovely pancake breakfast tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. But no, especially with this trip, I'm taking them all to the shops with me, telling them to get whatever they want. Really? So as we're walking through the aisles, as long as we got the budget for it anyway. No, they, they have. I saw the Brigadier with his wallet out, yep. so it's fine. Yep. Anything you want. But that's going to be a bit of a test for you. Oh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But no, it's been fun so far. Like, I bought 
a couple of electric frying pans as well because they're, oh. they're my babies. So I yeah. love cooking with them. So anything and everything that I can make with them is that what they're getting. And look, I see the pancakes. Do they get dessert as well? Do... Oh, come check this. Oh, come on, don't tell me. Oh. That. Hang on, I thought they were getting ration packs or something, oh. Reese. They can only dream. Look at that. So we got like six tubs of the ice cream. We've got a cake mix up here on the shelf. We got yeah. we got all these chips. Chips. We got Pringles. This we got is shakes. our. We got like. Lolly bags, Doritos. This is our nation's fighting man. <laughs> These guys are supposed to uh, be right for the jungle and they're eating ice creams. Chocolate uh, chocolate chip LCMs. I don't know whether you should have admitted to this. <laughs> some super dupers. Thanks. Oh, so there you go. Now you know what our soldiers are uh, eating yep. uh, here. <laughs> I'm, I'm training and teaching the Papua New Guineans. Oh, that's us. Have you learnt anything cooking-wise from our PNG mates? Not yet, but we've got the Moomoo happening tonight yeah. and I'm jumping in with them, getting a look at hands-on look at that to see yeah, how they What do you know about it. the Moomoo? Not too much. So I understand that it's like cooking underground. Right. Like, like putting it all under there with, like, uh, hot coals and wood. and that? Yeah, so I've... I've seen something similar in the past, but never actually, like, got a good look at it. So <laughs> uh, I'm very interested to see how it goes. Now, the boys have never complained about the food? Oh, never. They Boy, love it. Oh, nah, and they've they got nothing to complain yeah, about exactly, anyway, have exactly. they? No, it's been great. Like, look at this selection. <laughs> if you got ice cream, you're laughing. Yeah, pretty much. Mate, what's the future for you staying in? Uh, yeah, for the next few years anyway. Oh, buying, good on you. Buying up the properties as much as I can. Got to set up the future and all that fun stuff. Oh, Reese, that's great. And they're, and they're a good bunch here. Oh, right? yeah, obviously. Hey, Brigadier, ice cream? Oh, ice cream, Brigadier. Numbers offered at lunch. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you guys were in the rat packs and all tough in the jungle, so ice cream, Brigadier. <laughs> yeah, well, how good was lunch? How good was lunch? I oh, know. they got to earn it with the PT in the morning. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> You've got to keep in good with the cook, hey? Always, the chef. always, always. <laughs> Sound of the market at Lay, the very busy market in, in, in Lay. I'm here, I'm also with Taylor uh, and CK and Beth, and we're enjoying the magic of the people, the Papua New Guinean people. Here, would they do their, their shopping? I've got the bill and bag, and I, I, I need a coconut now. And uh, thank you. What are these ones? Good. What's the difference? Uh, they're young coconuts. Hey? They're young coconuts. They're young coconuts. Got, everyone's getting the coconut. They're, they're not putting rum with it. Oh, thank you. This is exceptional. Uh, there's laughter. There's negotiating. There's smiles. White teeth everywhere. And we're having coconut milk together. No rum in this brigadier. <laughs> okay, so we found ourselves at uh, Anderson's Foodlander. Anderson's Foodlander. A beautiful... you know Mr. Anderson? No, I've met I'm... Mr. Anderson. No, not yet. Maybe by the end of the trip. Uh, right a on. beautiful little supermarket here. And we've been recommended these drinks called Boo High Boo. Fuel Energy Drink. Lynchy, can you tell us uh, a little bit about what we're about to enjoy? Yeah, so this energy drink's called Boo. Yeah. Um, in PNG, there's a thing called Beetle Nut. Um, and what oh, they've done oh. is they... In, in PNG, beetle nuts are locally known as uh, buo. So right. they created this energy drink that both looks like and is trying to st give you a stimulant the same way as buo does. Right, uh, buo. Yes, so here we go. This is fake beetle nut, pricey yeah, right on up. the air. Yeah. Oh, oh, it's the same It's the same colour. It's the same colour. It's buo. I forgot that it was called right. that. Buo. Okay, well, 
Do you say cheers? Nah. No, no, I did. Now, Becky, are you ready for this? I was born ready. You were born, born ready. ready. Okay. okay. <laughs> first taste, mate. First taste, right up. <laughs> Sensational. Look out, Red Bull, we're coming for you. I'm going for a 20 kilometre jog. <laughs> Try to keep up with me. How good's this? So it's called a quarter guard. And these are the guys that are on duty for the security welfare of the, uh, the battalion. And historically, they would mount and demount as a formal parade. The other thing that they would do is uh, what we would call call out the guard. Right. Yeah. And then we would bring the guard out, they would form up, and that would be for dignitaries or special guests. In this case, the brigade commander. Yep. And so they would then, the guard commander would then uh, receive the dignitary and then invite him to inspect the guard. Would he have a chat to the guard? Uh, yeah, know, he would stop him on the way. So he yeah. would stop, you know, periodically and had a chat to a couple of guys. Yeah. Say good day to them, and then once that's concluded, then they'll hand back oh, over. Oh, so it brings them back to attention. So this is them now saluting the commander. One of the true blessings of this journey is. We're well, wandering the the military cemetery here at Lay. Uh, I just saw saw one the little saying underneath that said, "One day I'll understand." Do you think that's the way it is, Padre? I notice all of them have little little sayings. Like this, this must send shivers up and down your back. Yeah, yeah, and they're all young, young, uh, young men, and yeah. uh, that have made the the ultimate sacrifice yeah and you can see the i mean the ages are all listed on here too they're you know they're so good on the young 20s and uh and they've all got uh the, the crosses of, on them as yeah. well you can see obviously uh you know different society um a lot of the the remarks are all very um very religious and very hopeful though you know yes. they're like yes. it's, it's nothing here um it's not a waste, you know. He gave his life that we may live in peace, ever, yeah. ever remembered, you know. So they're, they're very hopeful too. But um, it was the war that ended all wars, and it wasn't in the First World War, mm. was it? No, it wasn't. Why? We did it. We did it again <laughs> in World War. Two. Oh. Yeah, and then we've done it again and again and again since, haven't we? It yeah, hasn't, we hasn't have. ended, and it's one of those strange things. Even though, even being in the army, and you come yep. to these places that um, it's confronting, but there's always that thing in the back of your head, oh, maybe it won't be me or yeah. maybe it won't happen to us. Um, and, and always that's obviously as the chaplain, my, my hope and prayer for Indeed. all of us and for our country. But, yeah. um, and duty, I guess. But then it's your duty and so you just always, again, that's the other thought, I suppose, in the back of your head, well, yeah, maybe, maybe, I suppose. But, uh, yeah. yeah. What, what does this mean to you um, as you walk around, you think of these young, young fellas? In your heart. Yeah, it's such a terrible shame of the lives that they were never able to live. Now, the majority of the bodies are from 7th and 9th Division that, that, uh, that did Operation Cartwheel from uh, Finchhafen to fight down. Uh, and also the, uh, the opposing force, the airborne force that came from, from, from Nadzab down the valley. You'll see the Indian Army part on your left, and a lot of them were prisoners of war that the Japanese used for... Um, uh, building railways, 
digging quarries and everything else that died, and their bodies were moved here after the war in 1947. Um, there's one World War I grave here. Towards the far left of the cemetery, you'll see uh, where the, the local Papuan and New Guinean infantry regiments are buried. And you'll notice a lot of them have only got one name and no date of birth. Please enjoy it and take a walk around. Inside the Arboretum to the right, there's the names of all those um, servicemen that, that were never recovered. Okay, so we know they died in this campaign, but their bodies were never found. Um, but um, there is one VC, it's um, uh, Arafi, it's Fort Lieutenant Elliot, his name is. Um, he was uh, beheaded by the Japanese at Salamoa. Um, uh, and basically, he didn't give up any secrets. So they, uh, they buried him with the, uh, with the samurai that he was beheaded with. Apparently, it's a great honor, maybe. Um, but that, that's it for me. I don't want to take up too much of your time. Please feel free, go through, have a look. It, it is a, a beautiful place. Uh, and as every war cemetery, it's very humbling as well. I'm Private Rachel Trewalthorpe. Hearing your story about how you actually enlisted and why you ended up in the army, let's go back to the beginning. Okay, so you finished school. What do you do? Um, I decided to go join the circus because I didn't want to go to uni yet. Okay, you're at the circus. What are you doing at the circus? I did trapeze and silks. That is such a cliche, running away with the circus. How long were you uh, performing for? Only six months in total. What's it like working at the circus? Um, actually quite boring. Like, on a day-to-day, -day, you only do, like, an hour's work a day. The rest is just training. Okay, so you're at the circus. This isn't for me. What next? I was, like, asking my sister, like, what I should do with my life, and I remembered she really wanted to join the Air Force, so she couldn't do it, so I decided to steal her dream and join. <laughs> I love when you're telling me the story, too. You're like, listen, this is a savage story that I get to live my sister's dream, which is now your dream. Yeah, well, uh, she's happy with her job now, too. I was going to say, that's, as long as she's happy, that's okay. So how long have you been now with the military? Because you're a medic, yeah? Yeah, yes, I'm a medic. I've been out of IETs for six months now, but been in two and a half years. And? Has it been everything you expected? So far, I'm loving it, yeah. And I'm here after all, so... So you're originally from Newcastle. You're now in Papua New Guinea. Uh, how are you finding this change, especially in climate? Very hot. Not yeah. used to the heat. And yeah. winter, man, it is humid up here, right? I don't think they have a winter. <laughs> yeah. So you're up here now for three months? Yeah, three months in total. What are you expecting over these next couple of months? Um, I'm hoping to go to their health centre and their hospital and like, just see how they do their treatments and learn from them, I suppose. Uh, obviously, Townsville's a big place for people to enlist and, and, and become part of the, our garrison city. Have you got any advice for people that are maybe going, I don't know what I want to do with my life or... Should I join the Army? Should I join the RAF? Maybe the Navy? Have you got some advice? I'd say don't go Navy, mainly because I get seasick. But um, <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, go for it. It's a cruisy lifestyle. You get so many benefits. Our job is to look after kids. The kids, the yep. Cooking, do the gardening. Do the gardening. Do the men help you with the gardening? Oh, sometimes. Sometimes, like when you tell yeah. them to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what, what else? I think majority of the work in the house is the mothers. Yeah, right, oh? yeah. Okay. Well, what do the men do then? Do they do anything? Sometimes <laughs> they want to help us, they help yeah. us. Sometimes they, it's like uh, traditional customs, you know, men don't do okay. most of the works that they're supposed to do. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think we have that in our country we have, uh, too. Can you make in? We oh. have breaking of or some canoe making or yeah. building houses. Yeah. Breaking files, the work that works that a man can do. Do yeah. yeah. How come they don't do any cooking? 
Mm. Is that tradition? Is it? Is that something that you learn as a little boy or little girl? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, as for us ladies, uh, girls or ladies, yeah. from the as a lit, we when we grow up, we grow up with that. It's a sort of like an advice from the parents. Yeah. That we have to do this and do that. Yeah. yeah. And like that. Do you love it? Do you oh. love looking after the kids and looking after your your husband? Yeah. Yeah? Yes, we do. We what to... do you think, girls, is the most traditional dish you cook? Traditional. Uh, the most traditional dish that we cook, we, we love to cook, is our own local style of cooking. Yeah. yeah. We come from different provinces and we have all types of cooking, different yeah. styles oh, of so cooking. Oh, so there's all different places. Yes. Coastal, highlands. highlands. Where yeah. are you from? We are from coastal. Coastal. So yours is probably more fish yes. than that, is like it? like you talk about tapioc yeah. and uh, saksak, yeah. Both of them are same. And we have different style of cooking there. Yeah. <laughs> Sego comes from the palm yes. and the tapioc comes from the ground, natural. It's going to be very nice if you have some recipes on it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I've got some and it will be very nice. And my my beautiful wife will expect yeah. me to cook the best now. Okay, you have to do that. Give her a nice Papua New Guinea style. Look. I yeah. will. Papua I New will. Guinea dish that she will never forget. Never forget. Yeah. Thank you so much. Oh, when you come back, you let us know. I will. Yes, I love talking to you and I love your food. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you so much. Do the young boys want to to join you wear this great uniform? It's uh yeah, it's always been like that. There's always a long queue. There's <laughs> you know every time you put a, a notice out for recruitment, there's thousands and thousands of people coming and uh, waiting for those um, opportunity to join the uh, join the defence force. And uh, it's everybody's everybody's interest uh, to join the army. Unfortunately, we don't have the capacity to okay. accommodate yeah. a lot of people. Even though we do uh, need a lot of people to come into this organisation, it's just that we um, we don't have the capacity as yet. But yes. It's a growing defence force. Uh, recruitment will be ongoing. Uh, we'll definitely need a lot of people to come in. Are you proud of your country? I think I'm doing... I'm, I'm, I'm working by donning this uniform and buying in this organisation. I'm working. I'm, um, I'm giving something back. It's challenging. Beautiful. It's challenging. It's not, it's not an easy road, but uh, who else is out there to do it? We just have to put our heads down and wake up every day to come yeah. to work and deliver. Andy, is it rewarding oh, doing yeah. what you're doing? Well, this was, I was watching in the background. You know, what do you get out of it? Um, it well, we're working with very limited resources. Okay. The yeah. PNG Defence Force guys are kind of used to that, so we, we're working with what we can and what they'll be using. Yeah. That's, um, that makes it much more practically applicable to them. But, you know, we sit here wondering sometimes, are they bored with this? Are we getting... Are they getting anything out of it? But apparently one of the other uh, local chaps spoke to them yesterday and they, they loved it. So that was very yeah. uh, rewarding to hear. Have you heard any stories of whether they've actually used this in, in jungle warfare at all? Or, or, or problems? To a degree. Most of the guys we were dealing with today have only done really basic yeah. first aid. So probably not. But I think that's why they're appreciating this extra stuff because they're then able to potentially use this in situations they've seen. I've often asked as we go along, you know, have you seen people with, with 
snake bites or, okay. or falls or whatever. And they yep. have, but they haven't necessarily known what to do. So we're hopefully giving yeah. them information that they'll retain and have very basic resources to use, but they'll be able to apply them in that situation. You stop on them pricey live from PNG on Townsville's Triple M.